0: let's talk money I got money Woo-hoo. well not yet but you know I'm, I'm working on it <laughs> entrepreneur at service so um, I was supposed to teach a concept today and it makes me so sad I just couldn't make it my car is on <laughs> the outs you gotta jump it every time you use it and she just I don't know if it was because of the snow or the changes in temperature I couldn't make it out so I'd like to dedicate this podcast to my real estate group and the financial strategies I'm learning just by being around people who are doing it do people who live it not just talk it so I was supposed to be a backup today for a concept that we learn um, called velocity banking. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of it but my mind was kind of blown the first time I saw the, the concept for myself. Now I'm still young you know although I feel old I'm still relatively young on paper so I don't have much Uh, credit or leverage or anything like that if you're anything like me and you grew up in the u.s you know that if you went to public school your financial awareness and financial literacy is limited they do that by purpose but that's another podcast (laughs) this concept called velocity banking is simply a way to reduce your debt by, I believe they claim, and I've, I've actually seen real life examples of this, like our instructors, they don't play games, like they're also doodles. So I've seen real life examples of how even my classmates have taken this strategy and literally paid off either car notes, uh, student loans, anything that has amortized debt attached to it, you can use with this strategy. So you basically can pay off this debt that you have any type of amortized debt in one third of the time, including a 30-year mortgage. So you do the math. Basically, I'm not gonna, because I'd have to do a, and I'll do this, a, a vlog segment of this later where my, my camera's positioned, where I can show you and write out the strategies, but let me just break it down to you basically how I understand it. And I'd like to know, if you guys understand it in a simple format, like it could get real complex, but I'd like to be able to share this information in a, the simplest of forms so that, you know, almost anyone can get it. So, say I'm the average American, right? Two family household, they're making five grand, boom, that's the income for the month, five grand. If you have a car note, probably 600 bucks. Hopefully not. <laughs> uh, if you have student loans, those are probably a couple hundred. Uh, if you have your big, big, biggest expense will be your living, where you live, either your mortgage or your rent. That's average now in my market, is like 1200. So just calculate all your expenses roughly to be two grand a month, right? Basically what you're doing is there's an instrument you can use, we call it a banking tool. There's an instrument that you can use, whether it be a credit card, a line of credit, typically you want it to be a line of credit or something that's revolving with simple interests. So say if I could go out and get a line of credit for I'm going to say 15 grand because there's another <laughs> class that I'm taking credit management that tells you when you do access you know these lines of credits, when you access these you know, these financial tools, you don't want to utilize all of your credit. And I have to put this disclaimer in I am not a financial advisor. I'm not a CPA, I'm not an attorney. I'm a student. I am just reiterating what I'm learning hopefully with the chance of getting it across simply in a, um, a way where it can reach many people at once. So that's why I chose this. Also to practice for my exposure when I do this in person. So, credit management tells us that you don't want to utilize all of your credit only a certain ratio right so if I get like a $15,000 credit line I don't want to use all of the 15,000 so right now in my personal life I have a car loan that might be around eight grand if I take in I'm approved for a $15,000 line of credit and I boom I take a chunk of that 15,000 in the form of the 9,000 which is my amortized debt on my car because the root word of amortize is dead or die. It, it kills you basically is how I understand it. The interest is gonna kill you. So if you can reduce the interest by reducing the principal, then boom, no more amortization or you know less amortization that's gonna choke the savings out of you. <laughs> so if I can take this line of credit that I now have, which again is simple, it's revolving And it's probably much um, lower of an interest rate than a credit card, which are crazy. I've seen highest in my personal life, I've seen like 24%. But again, don't worry, if you got this strategy, the interest rate can be 33% and it won't scare you because you're becoming financially literate again. I'm in the process of doing this myself. I i don't speak about it unless I actually am physically going through it. Um, so take this line of credit. Boom. It's $15,000. I got an $8,000 car loan. I'm taking $8,000 from that $15,000 line of credit. And I'm paying off my car loan. I don't know how many years and how many interest payments I've saved myself. But let's just say if I'm... Eight thousand dollars left on my car loan that might take me three to four years to pay off but i just did it in 60 seconds by switching um from my line of credit taking that money and putting it on an amortized debt but it's going to take you some time to pay back your line of credit so that could be six months a year whatever but i guarantee you it's much less than that four years that i was planning to pay back that eight grand so, basically, instead of paying the amortized loan now, which is paid off with the credit line, you're going to focus on your line of credit. Your line of credit, you're going to put all your income on that, John, right? Boom. And I can say John because it's in the dictionary. <laughs> I'm from Philly, just in case y'all didn't know. So, boom. Start putting your income, whatever active income you get, payroll, put it onto the line of credit because it acts as now your new banking tool. We're not going to do that old school way of, you know, putting your money into your checking, getting no earnings off of it or using it. Not for yourself, because when you put your money in the bank, the bank is able to leverage that money and give out loans and then make returns and then you don't get anything from it. So we're going to you know, change the game here. We're not going to put our money into a checking account anymore. We're going to utilize that line of credit, and a line of credit can be a physical line of credit that you write checks off. Um, I used to work at a bank, so the lines of credits can be a HELOC, a BLOC, a PLOC. Um, there's a credit card is a line of credit. So again, say if you and your family make five grand a month, you and your husband, or you and your wife, or whatever. <laughs> what have you. You guys make 5000 a month. You're going to put your income every time you get a check. Maybe you get a check once a week. Every time you get a, a direct deposit into that line of credit, it's going to look like a payment to you. They're going to set a minimum payment anyway, which probably, depending on the amount, I can't make statements, but you can expect a couple hundred dollars to be required to pay. But if you make thousands of dollars and the, co- the the payment requirement is only a couple of hundred and you're putting in your check every time you get a check, that looks amazing on your record, right? So you're, you're telling them that I'm a good person, I pay my bills, you can trust me, give me more money. In the process of you doing this, what we call chunking, you're also improving your credit and they'll be able to um, offer you more money that you can leverage. So say if your income is five grand and your expenses are three for the month in the... okay and the, the line of credit is 15,000 that you or I'm sorry not 15,000 you got to pay you got to pay back 9,000 say if you put the 5 grand on right boom 9 grand minus the 5 4 grand right but you got to add 3 back to that because you have living expenses so we're at 7,000 right so that Basically, if you follow me, your nine grand went down because you put your money in, but then you spent some money. So it went back up. So the average is $2,000, right? So that two thousand dollars that you've decreased your your payment by, it's nine thousand that you borrowed minus two thousand, so you're down to seven, and then you can expect the next month it goes down another two, and another two, and another two until you're good. I hope you guys follow me. Again, it's hard to explain without like really physically writing it out, but again, this is. I'm a student. I am not a CPA. I am not an attorney. I am not a financial advisor. I'm a student. Just reiterating some information I'm learning in the hopes of practicing and getting it across to people in a very effective way. Okay, so if you follow me, you're going to be reducing that payment that you owe the line of credit. You already paid the car loan off. You're good. So you're focusing on the line of credit. You're depositing your, your money every month into that line of credit. Then you're reducing it by a certain amount, but it jumps up when you pay your bills out of that account. So technically, you're reducing it by $2,000 every month because your bills are $3,000 and you guys make $5,000. So every time, and don't worry, when you put this money in, you can use it. It's it's money in, money out. It's different than an amortized loan product where it's money in and that's it <laughs> you feel me so basically you're reducing that debt every month by two grand depending on the size of the debt you can just imagine how quickly you reduce the um you know the overall debt the time that you have to pay this back. so again overall in the process this is a concept called velocity banking where you're able to pay rapidly pay back your debt in a fraction of the time keep in mind i am not a public certified anything i'm a student and if you found this helpful or maybe you have some questions or ideas or you want to give me an idea of what i should talk about next on this financial segment of the podcast let me know um i really like to Learn from other people, not just put out information, but also be able to receive it. This is a bit of a longer one, but I hope you stuck around for that good information. If you're interested in learning more, uh, reach out to me. Somehow, way, we'll connect. And keep in mind that the goal in life is to remain authentic, genuine, be yourself, and keep the switch up to a minimum. Until next time, peace.